Hi, and welcome to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. Being ambitious and successful while living a happy life is possible. Learn how you can better cope with stress in day-to-day -day situations by applying tools and techniques that work for you. My name is Julia Arndt, and I'm extremely grateful that you decided to check out my podcast today. Let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to Stressed, the podcast to develop your stress resilience. I'm so grateful that you have decided to listen in to today's episode, where we'll talk about how to identify stressors and be preventive instead of reactive. In this episode, you will learn what are early warning signals of stress, how can you create more awareness and quick strategies to cope with stress. So let's get started. In most cases, we cope with stress when it's already too late. We get sick and we have to stay at home for a while while work is piling up, which will probably stress us even more. It is so important that we identify stress early, become aware of it and take care of ourselves instead of coping with the long-term effects of it. I always wonder, are people really aware of the stressors in their life and do they know what to do to fill their energy reserves, take a break and relax? When I'm having conversations with my colleagues and friends at the moment about stress, I usually ask them, well, what is it that you enjoy doing? And people literally stop and we have to think hard for a second. And I'm like, that shouldn't be our life. We shouldn't need to think about what we enjoy doing. You know, that should be something that, you know, on top of your mind. And the reason and the goal of, you know, getting these early warning signals is to get out of our fight or flight response and activate our parasympathetic nervous system that is responsible for the rest and digest state, which helps to slow down our heart rate and relaxes our muscles. There are a lot of early warning signals that our body is sending us to let us know that something is starting to be too much for us. So let's look at, this, at some of them, at some of the early warning signals that the body might be giving you. As I mentioned, I've talked, I'm talking with a lot of colleagues and friends at the moment about stress, which is always so interesting for me because a lot of people tell me very similar stories of what they're kind of going through and wondering if that is something that might be related to stress. And the answer is yes. So what are those early warning signals? People, for example, tell me that they are having a hard time to fall asleep And then on top of that, or, or, and they go to bed early and then they wake up in the morning and still feel groggy and tired. They tell me that they're getting upset quickly and or often, which is not very common for them. Um, they tell me that sometimes they wake up in the middle of the night with a pounding heart, thinking about all the emails that they have to reply to or think about all the meetings that are going on the next day. And obviously it makes the it's really hard for them to fall back asleep. What I experience a lot is cravings. When I feel stressed, 
I want to eat the most unhealthy things on the planet. And what I love to eat is chocolate, which I know can be healthy and cannot be healthy. <laughs> but usually when I crave and when I want to eat chocolate, I want to eat a lot of it. So cravings is definitely for me an early warning signal that I'm feeling tired and exhausted. And I just literally want to sit down, watch TV and overeat on sugary things. Another thing that I personally also experience a lot when I'm feeling stressed is that I'm feeling super antisocial and introvert. I don't feel like going out with friends. Everything seems feels too much and seems to be too much. And I'm getting super hypersensitive on noise, voices and music. It needs to be super quiet and even a refrigerator noise can start to become super annoying to me. So I feel very irritable. Another thing that people experience is that they get into into fights with their partner. And if you're honest with yourself, unfairly blaming him or her for feeling unhappy, unbalanced, stressed and or depleted. So think about that the next time when you're searching a fight with your partner. Another early warning signal of stress is the inability to focus or concentrate to feel unproductive or even have a lack of motivation. And it's also super normal if you think about it, when we are already so exhausted, how are we supposed to stay productive and focused? That's why we need these regular breaks and we need relaxation in order to refill our energy reserves and be better the next time. A lot of people, and I see that on a constant basis, are getting stuck in their stories. They're obsessing with something that doesn't really matter. And I can tell you not enough of how often I hear these stories and how often I have told my own story before I started to get sick and had to stay at home. I'll give you a very easy example. I have a colleague who is pretty unhappy with her role. And every time I see her, she talks to me for 30 to 45 minutes about how unhappy she is in her life with that specific role and the options she could do and the things that somebody else said. And it's like, and sometimes it's even hypothetical things. So it's things in the future that she can't even influence, but she's just talking about that story over and over and over again. And while I'm being a good friend and obviously listen to all of that, I feel, I feel for them because they spend so much energy just telling that story and, you know, that's just the thoughts that come out of their mouth. Usually we even have a lot more thoughts that are going on in our head. So really being stuck in the stories is an early warning signal. Another one is feeling restless, nervous and anxious, um, which is kind of a no-brainer or even having panic attacks, which is already kind of not an early warning signal anymore, but something that's already kind of showing that you're, you've took it too far. Um, other people get sick on a regular basis, which is a sign that your immune system is weak and compromised. So do think about that the next time. I see that a lot as well with friends. They have, they obviously, or they apparently have like a cold every two weeks. And I'm like, what are you doing? You seem to be sick all the time. You should better take care of yourself and actually make sure that you're really getting healthy before you're coming back to work. Um, some people feel dizzy or nausea. Um, or they have regular headaches or other aches in their body. And one of the other early warning signals that is for me such so apparent, and I'm sure when I mention this to you, you will become a lot more 
a lot more aware of this in the future, people are being out of breath without a reason. So you're sitting in a video conference with your colleague, you're not running, you're not walking, <laughs> you're not standing, you're sitting, and they're completely out of breath when they're talking. And it means that they just don't take enough time to to breathe and to relax, you know. It's, it's definitely an early warning signal. And when that usually happens, I tell the people, just take a minute and take a deep breath and relax. Like, there, there's nothing more important to actually fill your body with oxygen. So those are the early warning signals. So you see a lot of different things. And one of the things, and don't quote me on this, um, that I found super interesting was once a yoga teacher told me in a class that the body sends out up to 15,000 messages per day of how we are feeling and what's going on. But we only recognize three to five of those messages. And if we are really in tune with our body and really good, we might get 10 to 15 messages. But isn't that crazy? 15,000 messages per day of how we are feeling. And obviously we don't have to recognize all of them. But even if it's just three to five, we should feel of how we actually feel. So now that you are aware of what your early warning signals might be, Here's the answer to probably your next question. How can I release stress and fill my energy reserves to prevent burning out, getting sick or damaging a relationship? Because that happens when we are stressed out. So I have a couple of different quick strategies that I'm going to get into a little bit each by each. The first thing you can do is physical activity. And that can be anything from stretching, going for a walk, going to the gym, go for a run or for a bike ride, whatever it is that you enjoy doing, do it. Because at the end of the day, the physical activity part, if you force yourself to go to the gym because it's something that somebody's expecting of you, that's not really, it is a relaxing kind of thing, but you should really always think about the pleasure and the pleasure aspect and also the aspect of refilling your energy reserves. Another good one is a power nap. So in our company, we obviously have sleeping pots. So you can actually go and lay down for 20 minutes um, or 30 minutes or however long you want to lay down for. I can't really do that um, because I can't really <laughs> switch off at work. But a power nap is a way that some people really swear to it. They say they listen to relaxing music or they listen to a guided meditation and really can refill their energy reserves in that way. Another great strategy to release stress is to shake. And what you can understand with shake is to really shake your body. It's a little bit similar to dancing. And it really helps to release that, that additional energy in a quick kind of way. And the next you know, strategy is music. And that obviously helps in combination with shaking to really get more grounded and feel a little bit more relaxed. Another great tool to release stress is practicing gratitude. What you can do when you're feeling like overwhelmed and unproductive is to create either a list of things that you feel grateful for right now to get out of that of those negative thoughts 
Or what you could also do is to, re to create a reverse to-do list, which basically means that you write down all the things that you have already achieved. And that can be either for a specific project or it can be in your life. It can be maybe you're super upset because you had imagined that the first two weeks of 2019 will be very different and you feel like you're being stuck and unproductive. So just write down all the things that you have actually already achieved and be, feel grateful for that. And that's a really great way to get into gratitude and into positive thinking. Another one is walking in nature and breathing and surrounding yourself with positive people. And that's a, that's a big one as well. Um, it can easily happen that we are surrounded by negative people and we kind of take on that energy. But in order to get out of a stressed state, it's really important to surround um, yourself with a positive person or with positive people in general. They say that you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with. And for me, that's not only the people that surround me physically. It's also the people that I talk to on a regular basis. It's the things that I watch or the things that I listen to from a podcast perspective. The, the books that I read, it could be really anything. Think about who surrounds you and who gives you input on a regular basis. Another great quick strategy is laughing. And I really love that one because if you are really into comedy or if you have a favorite comedian, just go on YouTube and watch five minutes of your favorite comedian. What I like to do is I love to just switch on Netflix and watch five minutes of Friends because it always makes me laugh and helps me relax. So really disconnect, you know, and that's kind of leading me into the next one because disconnecting from your devices especially when working in the corporate world and today in today's world when we are constantly connected is super important. Be aware of the screen time. And I know that when I almost feel like it's an addiction, when you are super stressed and you already have so much stuff on your plate, instead of putting your phone on the side or your computer or shutting down your computer, you are even more glued to it. And you look at your watch And you look at your phone and you might check your social media feed and then you jump back into your inbox and you check if you have some new emails. Like that kind of hamster wheeling of checking your devices is super unhelpful. It's so important to disconnect. So the next time you're feeling stressed out, just be aware of disconnecting from your device and saving some screen time for later or for the next day. And instead go for a walk in nature. And with a walk in nature, I don't mean that you are outside still walking with your phone in your hand. I really mean to disconnect. Another quick strategy to release stress is food and drinks. Um, obviously, it's always a question of what you're eating and drinking. So, you know, be mindful what you put in your body. And it shouldn't be any quick sugars, but it should be something that helps you maintain your energy levels for a longer period of time. So it could be any good energy bars. I like to have a small cup of orange juice that usually gives me some a boost of energy, obviously eating um, any fruits or vegetables, anything that is healthy and sustains your energy. And with that, I would like to talk for a second as well about drinking coffee 
I actually stopped drinking coffee four months ago when I was at home because coffee gave me the jitters and made me feel even more stressed. It just kind of made the feeling in my stomach that I had and the stress that I felt even stronger. And even though I really liked the taste, it was, and I really thought it would be hard at the beginning to stop. It was easier than I thought. Now I'm drinking herbal teas in the morning. And if I really crave a coffee, I drink a decaf. Because what happens when you're drinking coffee is you get that spike of energy, but then it also drops, which is why then you're probably going and drinking the next cup of coffee. And that's not really healthy. Instead, try to have more water. I know that sounds very simple, but you know, usually it's the simple things that help the most. And really be aware of how much caffeine and alcohol you're drinking on a regular basis. Then I give you an invitation to stop, um, which is the next quick strategy, because thoughts are power. And I already talked a little bit about that earlier, when people are getting stuck in their stories and have all these negative thoughts and all these negative angsts for the future. What happens if this and what happens if that? And thoughts are power and that drains a ton of energy so the next time you are having a thought just stop it i invite you to stop that thought i invite you to think of something positive the next time you think of something negative i invite you to do something different the next time you have a negative thought or you're getting the feeling that you're getting stuck in a story Call a friend or go outside for a walk or do something that brings you joy instead of sitting there hours on end thinking about something that is either in the past and you can't change anymore or lies in the future and probably out of your sphere of control and you can't influence right now. So really thoughts are power and be more aware of what you're thinking. And the last thing, um, which is kind of similar to the gratitude, is writing, um, so journaling, and just writing down all of your thoughts that you have, because sometimes we don't even know all the things that are going on in our head, which is why I love to journal every morning. And it's really helpful. It really releases stress for me, and it helps me to be more relaxed. And then a more long-term strategy, which we've already talked about in the last podcast episode, was creating a routine or ritual. So if you want to know how you create that, and that's again a little bit more a long-term strategy, listen to the last episode to learn more about that. So here's the summary of today's episode. First, it is important to be aware of your own individual early warning signals of stress. So I invite you after this episode to think about what are your early warning signals and what have you maybe ignored for the last few weeks or even months or even years. Number two, prevent stress and react before it becomes a disease. And that is so close to my heart. I have so many people that reach out to me and then a week later they're like, oh, actually my stress is not there anymore. We don't need to speak anymore. And while I'm happy that the people are aware of my time and conscious of, you know, of our, of our time together, it's rarely people are aware of what they are going through. And it's so important 
that you're working on your stress management on a daily basis and filling your energy reserves, relaxing and having fun. And number three, there are many strategies that can help you to release stress. Pick the one that works for you and that is the easiest to apply in the given situation. You know, so obviously it depends on if you are at work, if you are at home, if you're on vacation, if you are in weekend, if you're spending time with friends. Whatever it is that you can do in a given situation, always choose what's best for you. And sometimes it might be to go home early from a party and go to bed and relax, you know. So just give yourself permission to do whatever is best for you. And remember, stress management is a skill that everyone can learn. You are already on the right track to make sustainable changes to your professional career and personal life. I wish you all the best. Hear you soon. With gratitude, Julia. If you enjoyed this episode, I would be extremely happy and grateful if you could leave me a comment and a 5-star rating. If you know someone who could benefit from the information I talked about today, please feel free to share it with them. No matter if it is your friends, your colleagues and or your family members. You will always find all links and a summary of the podcast in the show notes. It would be great if we could connect on Instagram or via email. You can find all details of how to find me in the show notes as well. In that way, you can also send me any questions that you might have. I'm glad you're listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for your trust. With gratitude, Julia.